Performance on Demand Podcast, number 53. Welcome to Performance on Demand Podcast with Craig and Jeremy, where you will learn all things endurance sports from training and nutrition to mental strength. Everything you need and want to know in one place. This podcast is brought to you by a Corona light glass of wine and two dudes in a window or in a door in the window. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Porn on the Main Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Willard, and this is Jeremy on the other side. The other side. Come on over to the other side. Break on Break through, on through. To, the to the other side. side. Anybody oh, that is 25 or younger probably will not catch that, but that's okay. Well, the only people who listen to us are our parents, so they know <laughs> that's, that true, that's, that's true. That's so true. We may have been conceived of that song. Let's not discuss that. <laughs> well, it's such a good song, actually, too. And um, it is. It's a little, little so old school. I should, I, I, I should expect other people to know that song. That's yeah. how it works. So, like we always do, life recap. I saw. Uh, so Ashes had a, a tournament that got rained out, but they ended up oh, placing in the game they yep. played. Yeah, we played two games in a tournament that was supposed to probably be more like potentially five, six, seven games. Uh, it rained the whole time, and then eventually after the second game, we we uh, they called it and gave us a second-place trophy because we were in second place for whatever. I don't know. It was really kind of a, a round-robin game at the beginning. I'm, I'm surprised that they did that, but Nonetheless, we are glad to take home seven second place trophies. Nice. Uh, and, and I got, I got, I kind of pulled in and got a. I see that Apple Watch, and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm actually uh, a friend of mine. Uh, he said that Ryan, he may even be listening. To this, who knows? But um, he said it won't change your life, but it's kind of neat, pretty much. And I said, yeah, <laughs> it is kind of neat. It's not, it's not life changing, but it's fun. You know, I get to. Uh, my mom just mess- text messaged me, and I'm here. I'm looking at it, and I guess just right there on the screen, I get to read it, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I'll get to yeah. you in a minute, mom. Love you." But now, now, are you you're, so you're on the Apple again, right? Yeah, I got the uh, six plus. It was where I work for a larger company, larger, larger, a large oh, health yeah. organization. Yeah. They they get my phone for me, and so uh, Androids really aren't passing the security test very yeah. well. So. I didn't get to get another Android. I had to move over. Well, and, you know, if, if, one day when you become a triathlete, you'll buy Garmin's new watch, which we can also, as triathletes and endurance athletes, we can actually get our text messages and everything else on via Bluetooth. So yeah. very similar. It's not. Uh, it doesn't have the touchscreen face and all that fun stuff to it. But yeah. um, what we do is much more functional than an Apple Watch. Yeah. Um, but the Apple Watch, man, you can put on with your suit. You can put on with your, you know, your running clothes or whatever. It's, it's a really sharp watch. Yeah, is that the, the latest one? What's the latest version of that? The Garmin, the Garmin nine twenty. They're kind of like everything else too, aren't they? They kind of change every so often, or is it annually? They come out with a new model. It's just a hair different enough to make you want it. Yeah, it, it's always just pinched different. May have different metrics and different stuff like that, but it's uh, it's generally the same to the most for the most part. If so, you run, if you run real slow, does it say? Does it ask you if you've gotten out of bed yet? 
Uh, there is a there is a move <laughs> alert. I swear to God. So one day, what did I do? I think I finished up. I was um, training Kindle for uh, Texas last year. We had finished up. I don't know some some stupid like you know six hour seven hour training day on the weekend, and we get home and and my watch buzzes at me after I've been home for about an hour sitting on the couch you know, probably eating nachos or some shit, and it buzzes at me. It tells me to move. I'm like, no, uh, screw yeah. you, buddy. Yeah, I am <laughs> I'm not gonna turn that sucker moving. Off. Yeah, yeah, not happening. Yeah, not that's happening. Cool. So let's get but, into, uh, let's get into this topic. Yeah, I have no idea where this unscripted conversation is going, but it's got to go somewhere, right? Well, and we had a little bit of a pre-chat, and uh, it, it kind of started to go somewhere. But I think that um, this one is one that I, I brought up today. I said we need to talk about it. It's expectations. I think that sometimes, and I'll just hop right into my thoughts on it. Expectations um, can be dangerous, but they can also be, you know, a driver. And so, you know, to me, it depends on kind of how you weight them, and and what what that expectation, what that expectations level of. I don't want to say success, but maybe completeness is is based on what it is built around. So if it's expecting someone to do something, yeah, then that that's going to carry a different value than expecting yourself to get your ass out of bed tomorrow morning to go do the workout. That's a little bit different than me expecting Craig to call me on my birthday. And I think it's a it's it is a double edged sword from my point of view that you know. But I kind of want to dive into it and and really talk to you from a mental aspect of, of, you know, from that mental aspect, what, what are expectations? You know I mean? I, expectations to me, a lot of the words, a lot of these buzzwords we say expectations and confidence, all this stuff, but it's, it's, I really want to get to the, to the core of it is what is an expectation. And I don't know if you've read any papers or done any research or heard any other theories on it or have your own theory about it, but what is it and what is its place in our life? Well, I would say that expectation is some level of criteria we use to apply to whatever it is that we have an expectation for that says this is going to be successful if this is met. And so it's it's something that okay. we must meet. So in, in the sense of criteria, you know, uh, is an athlete doing their best or not is based upon another set of criteria. And we have criteria for everything, whether we're, right. you know, judging our friends or you know, how good our kids are at school today. You know, were you good at school today? Did you, you know, did you eat all your lunch? Did you get, you know, whatever. Did you have, did you make good grades? But we all have some sort of criteria and expectations are no different. It's just another level of criteria or another type of criteria. And okay. That's interesting. So, so it's an if this, then that type of setup. Well, it's more of, um, I would say it's more of, uh, yeah, I mean, no. If you were to say if, uh, if you run, you know, and let's let's throw if out. If you call all me on my, my birthday, then I'll be happy. Yes. Then then expectation is that Craig cares about me. Right. Okay. Right. And whether so, whether or not it comes right out and says that, or I say that to myself, it's that that's right. my back of my mind. That's right. my expectation. And generally speaking, people create expectations whether it's about themselves or other people, and they don't tell anyone. And right. so the Sometimes hard they don't know until after the fact. Well, that's true. That's true. Uh, if you, you know, uh, and as we said earlier, when you're talking about other expectations, and this one's one, this is really, really big, especially in the realm of just life in general, uh, but it also affects you at work and, and many, many other places. And that is when you have an expectation that is unmet, you get frustrated and you get angry. 
So okay. if you so expect negative. your friend to call you or if you, uh, you know, expected them to come by and help you or you expected them to respond in a certain way, you know, you're in a meeting and you have somebody over here and you expect them to stand up and, and hold their own and be strong headed and have a backbone and they don't, or you expected them to, you know, go pick up, you know, you expected your kids to go pick up the, pick up the toys in the yard. And they didn't. Now you're going you're gonna to be upset because that expectation yes. you didn't meet. Now, the question is, is did they know about that expectation? Because if they don't know about it, obviously they'll ne- they may not ever meet it. But right. you know, right. th- there's a whole other realm, which, is, which I think is maybe a, a, an important place to talk about here. And that is the realm of coaching you know, as, a profession, or as a professional coach. When you deal with athletes, you know, uh, and, and I would ask you this from a – from your perspective is what is it like from a, from a coach rather, what is it like for an athlete to have those expectations from the coach? Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, no, I can speak on that from an athlete that is coached and from a coach that leads athletes. Um, I think beyond a shadow of a doubt, the key to having realistic expectations and understood expectations is communication without a doubt. Because if you come to me, just example, and say, Jeremy, you know what? I'm going to do an Ironman after I graduate. Uh, four years, I want to go 11 hours. But in the back of your mind, you really want to go 930. Well, there's an issue, right? There's the communication breakdown. Sometimes that can come, I think, from insecurities, from maybe um, a fear of failure or a fear of, of the perception of failure. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to expectations – they do get created, you know, whether it's, it's my creation, I've created expectations before because it's, you're paying me to do a service. I'm getting you to where you tell me you want to go, but when you get there, you're not happy. And so for me, I got to step back and say, okay, what were your expectations for that lead up? And what are your expectations going forward? Because like you said, sometimes we say them, sometimes we don't. And I personally have gotten somewhere, gotten in a position, realized I had an expectation that never even crossed my mind. And so for me, it was a letdown, but I didn't realize that expectation was in place at that point in time. Does that make sense? Yep. And so um, I think expectations are helpful. I think that a lot of athletes hire a coach because, you know, they always use that, that one word, accountability. Almost every athlete that hires a coach says something about accountability. That's why I have a coach. I cannot coach myself. That accountability comes from expectation, whether spoken or unspoken. It comes from... I know that my coach Derek is going to log in every day or every other day and see if I did that workout. Now we haven't communicated and said that that is a high level of expectation or or even one that he really has. But in my head, it is, he expects me to complete the workouts he's building. And so, so with that, I think that it becomes a driver. Sometimes I'll lay in bed and I'm like, Oh shit, I don't want to get up this morning. Oh damn. You know, Derek's going to say something if I miss his bike workout. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, and so I think it could be a driver, but I also think it could be a hindrance when we have a certain expectation of ourselves. And let's say we go out and we have a bad workout and we expect it to be in the best fitness ever when we go out and we just bomb it for some reason. And it could be something that we cannot see, whether it's nutrition, whether it's hydration, heat, sleep, stress, whatever. And our expectation is to never have a bad workout, right? Or, or to nail every single workout. And if we don't nail it, then we're not performing where we should be. Right. So that's, I think, when it's a hindrance. And so that expectation needs to be, I believe, accurately communicated between coach and athlete. 
Yeah, you get to a point where expectations become rigid, make you become rigid. You know, if you do expect perfection, uh, I would much rather someone say, I desire it, but not expect it because that is not going to be met. And when you don't meet expectations, uh, are you getting are you getting wine delivered? Is this a wine delivery service? This is a champagne delivery service. That is correct. (laughs) I I put in a request and and, uh, I'm sure that this bill is going to be high. I bet it will too. I put in a request and said I'm feeling a little parched, and I am very, very lucky enough to have a beautiful woman delivering it to me. So that's awesome. Well, I am, here's what I think from a from a coach perspective. Uh, I think it's see, a, we're talking about expectations. I know I, I have. I know what this is going to cost me. I know the expectation <laughs> right. of this delivery. Thank you, man. There's there is and, a value in that need that you just had, and it is worth and whatever we did the expectation. Communicate that. that <laughs> we did not communicate what that was going to cost. Me, my guess, my guess is, is the look that she gave you that says, "Oh, sweetheart, you're paying." Yeah, <laughs> shit just got real. Yeah, you just uh, wrote a check and it's blank. That's right. That's right. But the um, you know when it comes to uh, you know I, actually I just worked with a, an athlete the other day that uh, is competitive. And they were running, they were doing a race that is not, they're just doing one. And so their mind automatically wants to set an expectation for competitive mode instead of, Hey, just go have fun. And right. sometimes the expectation to say, I'm an athlete to be at, to be at an athlete, I must be competitive and to be competitive, I must give it everything I have, but just don't forget to lose sight of, you know, enjoyment. And that kind of falls back to. You know, as an athlete, I would think that your expectation is basically the values that you're receiving from a coach. It's to right. say, hey, my coach is going to stay consistent with me. He's going to, you know, I have a plan for somewhere that I want to go at some point. Um, if I set that expectation that says I'm going to get there sooner, sooner than I than later, and if maybe by chance it's a bit unrealistic, uh, then I could find that the expectation, as you said earlier, becomes more of a rigid barrier of sorts where now it becomes a weight it's a weight and burden whereas you know if you say look my coach is going to be on me he's going to he or she is going to stay on me and stay consistent he's going to ask questions when necessary it's more of the again you're going to have to it's important to draw criteria to say what is a coach expect expectation what is an athlete's expectation an athlete's expectation may be look not every day's your best it's that's fine and you may have the crappiest workout ever, but if you've committed to giving it everything you have, then you put in your notes, hey, I give it everything I have today. It, uh, it may not have been as much as it's been, but it's everything that I gave today was yeah. all I have. There's not much your coach is going to be able to say. And I would think reality, if you told your coach, look, I want to be the best I can ever be, he's going to continue, he or she will continue to push you up to where you don't need expectations. Just allow your training right. and your results of that training how you growing and developing your anaerobic or what, you know, all the other 10 million things you can work on over there and at monitoring multi-sport, but all those things will, they, they develop virtual stair steps. And yep, so yep. you continue to push it up a little bit more, a little bit more. Right. And so then you wouldn't need an expectation for really how you're going to perform. Just you're going to perform the best you can perform based upon the work you've done. Right. Right. And it, you're kind of saying that it, it, um, you know, it's it's funny because every time you'll you'll be talking to something to trigger me, but it's I've learned if anything I've learned in in business running running business for myself is one of the fastest ways to screw up is to not a set realistic expectations and b not communicate those expectations. There are some athletes that they expect me 
to have a once a week phone call with them. Yes. That's their expectation, whether spoken or unspoken. Right. Some athletes, I have to text them or call them or email them and say, hey, I see your login workouts. Are you still alive? Right. Right. Totally low maintenance, just go and do their thing. But other ones, they want to talk every so often. They want to have you make notes in their training peaks. So those expectations must be communicated clearly from the beginning to avoid someone being let down or, or hurt or whatever the other uh, negative, negative words that come with that. Right. And it's just like anything else in our life, any other relationship. We expect something. I think I, I, I'm going to say this just, just kind of going off the top of the dome, but I don't think we come into a situation as human beings where no expectation is set. Whether, whether, and, and if you may have a completely different opinion, I want to hear it, but whether realized or unrealized, I think when you meet someone and begin a relationship, whether it's a friendship, business relationship, there are expectations of some form. Sometimes we don't always know what they are, but I think human interaction is, is founded around, not around, but one of the key components is expectation, both good and bad. Your thoughts on that? I could be completely off base. I just literally came up with that shit as I was going. Um, but I, to me, it seems like I was trying to think of a time where I, I genuinely did not have any expectations, like none. I think it's, I think it might be, and I won't say this, it's human nature or innate. Uh, I, I do believe that many people do create expectations, if not all people create expectations that um, they're, whether it's in how you're treated or not treated, um, what someone's going to do for you, you know, what's in it for me uh, on some level, probably. Do I go into every relationship now or friendship or situation and expect certain things? Yeah, probably. Um, however, I've spent whether we know it or not. Yeah, I mean, I, I've worked a, a, a significantly long time to release myself from expectations of people. So yeah. uh, I, I would say that it is an, a never-ending battle in, in that I'm constantly reminding myself that uh, – and, and it's you know, I'm human too, and, and I coach on this stuff. And that is that you know, sometimes I want to get upset. We've had clients, and we don't name them, but we've had clients who are truly frustrating, right? I mean – we have expectations for them. Can I and, plead the fifth here? Yeah, yeah. We have people that, <laughs> that you know, have tons of capability, tons of ability, right. but they are kind of in their own way. And my expectation is, hey, you know, and, and I have one as a, as, a, as a mental coach. I have an expectation. If you want this, A, you have, must do the work, and B, you must show it to me. Because if you don't do the work, the, what I send you – you know, away from a call with or whatever it may be. If, if I don't, if you're not going to do it, then my expectation is, is you don't want it. You know, my expectation has been met that says, hey, this guy or this, this girl doesn't really want this as bad as she does. Therefore, I need to put more effort into people that really want to grow and move and whatever. So I have to work constantly. Want it more than want it. Yeah. Well, I have to constantly evaluate and pull back on expectations, especially at work, because it's so easy for you to assume that someone's going to do something. Uh, and yet you build the expectation that they're going to do it and yet they don't do it. And then it, it upsets me. So I really do limit how much that affects me. And, and I've gotten pretty good control over it to where, I mean, people don't, um, it doesn't really bother me as much as it used to. Uh, matter of fact, we had a, 
had a situation not that long ago with a vendor and one of the guys in my office, he, he, you know, he's all upset over it and he comes in and I guess he expects me to be upset over it. And I'm just like, it'll be fine. I'm not, I'm not gonna worry about that. I'm not, just not gonna worry about it. I mean, we'll take care of it. We'll deal with it, but it's not, I'm just not gonna worry about it right now. And I, it bothered him because I didn't meet that expectation of his that he thought I should be upset as he did. And then when we sat down to talk about it, I say, hey, look, I, I get it. My response is not what you expected. But my feelings are exactly the same. We feel just the same. I'm just choosing not to respond in a negative manner. Instead, I'm going to use that and be constructive with it and try to either build a bridge between where we are and where this people, these people need to be or, uh, you know, we maybe need to go in different directions with vendors, you know, whatever it may be. But Right, right. Um, well, and, and I think that, um, again, that, that unspoken expectation, you know, yeah. I think – I think that's the most dangerous one. And I, I have found that when I do, because I'm, I'm in a very similar place to you, it's like I have gotten to a point in my life where I try to go into relationships or, or, or associations with people open-minded, yeah, very open-minded and almost, almost very cognitive of expectations. If I have them, I make sure they're known. Yeah. But I also make sure that I don't go in with, with unrecognized expectations. Right. You know the ones that I may not see, and so I really think about things. Maybe, maybe I overanalyze things at times, but I find that the less you expect, the more people will generally surprise you. Yes. So when you yes. when you don't expect something, and something happens, it's like holy shit, that's awesome! Right. I did not expect you. You know, kids. Here we go. Prime you example. Hear, well, you hear that? I, you, I I didn't expect that. Wow. Yeah. Right. And so and so like you know with kids, I didn't expect you to put the lid on the peanut butter and put it back up. Right. That's awesome. Right. Even though I know you should and you know you should, but it's like that. You the more you go into it, and, and this is like I said, something I am continuing to, to grow and develop to talk about growing. And the less you expect, the more you're surprised. Well, what and if, people like, people want to do good. And, and I think we've had this discussion before. Like I I believe, and maybe I'm just as I say, you know, I just I, I just see rainbows and unicorns shitting rainbows all the time, but I believe that people generally speaking, have the ability to do good. And if you step back and you don't, I think with expectation, you pressure people at points in time. If you don't pressure them into a certain move or a certain direction, I think that generally speaking, they will do good and you'll be surprised. Sure. And that um, would go for you know someone's wife, who if you expect them to tell you every morning when they get up, they love you and they don't, your first thought may be, well, maybe they don't love me. I mean, Maybe they don't. Love me. Oh, that's oh, isn't that dangerous though? Oh Ooh. my God, it is. Well, and, and, and that's the same thing. You for didn't it. text me back with an exclamation mark. Are you really not that excited? You always use exclamation marks. Where's the smiley face at? Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Why is it that I sent you fifty words in a text and you sent me right. cool back? Okay. Whoa, whoa. I know. Yeah. It's been nine minutes since I text you. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Why did you not, not respond? Important? Right. Right. Is is there somebody there with you? Who are you with? Right. Where are you at? Like whatever, but you know, now, on the other side, so this gets life. into, uh, and I'll, I'll put this one out here. So we talk a lot about goals and we, and we have, and, and oh, shit's about to get really, well, that, that's like, that's like the female pressure relief valve. <sighs> we know what the hell that means. Well, and I just heard the other day by one of the, one of the athletes and well, you know, I, I do have a secret goal and I'm like, Oh boy, here it goes. And, and I, and there are people that will, uh, you know, there's a lot, not, 
everybody has their own way. I'm not saying that mine's right. And I'm not saying that, you know, like my thoughts on greatness, uh, you know, Les Brown, who is far more successful in this world with coaching and sitting in front of people says that greatness is blah, blah, blah. I just don't follow that train of thought. I don't believe in it. And, and I gave my reasons why and people can, can decide that from, from uh, listen to mine and whatever else. But when it comes to goals, a lot of people will say, you, you want a goal that, that you tell people, and then you want a goal that no one else knows. And the problem with that is if you're working with someone, let's say you're working with you, let's say you're working with Jeremy Brown at MindRight, and he has a goal and a, a, a goal that he's going to tell you, hey, I want to do, you know, this guy's going to, I want to do this or that. So, so you got that goal. And then there's this quiet goal just kind of in the background that he really right. wants to meet, really, really, really wants to get. And will be let down if I don't. Yes. If he doesn't get that goal, the one that's secret. Hi. Hey, cutie. Hey, there's my little daughter. Hi. hi. Say hi. You say hi. Hi. All right. We're on a hi. podcast. Let me give you a few minutes. All right. Um, and so if he doesn't tell you, see, that's real life right there. Um, if he doesn't tell you. This is, this is unscripted. scripted. You know, you have a cow in your room. <laughs> I know. My, I got a cow in my room and my daughter just interrupted because she wanted to get a hug from dad. But um, if I don't tell that goal that's secret and you hold it as an expectation that you are to meet it, things get, I mean, that's a, that's a storm just brewing. Yep, and your coach says, oh, my God, look at you. You did so good. You did everything nailed that we talked it. about. You nailed it. Except, well, you're all shoulders you're are. You're unhappy. Yeah, you're unhappy. Your shoulders are dropped. Your head's dropped. You're looking down. You, look, you feel like you're a, a failure. And whatever else, because you didn't present it. So my opinion, again, it's an opinion, uh, is that you don't have those, is that you express any and all desires and goals with your coach. If you do not trust them with their desires and your goals, then that's a whole other conversation. Think about where you're at. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. But tell them, even your deepest goal when it comes to whatever you're working with, that they can help you achieve so they can help you get there. So... How about this one? And this is this is going to be a mind screw. How about when someone has an expectation of what you expect of them? What? So someone has someone has in their mind an expectation of how you no, expect okay. them to perform. Sure, sure. No, no. Well, and so and that's probably more athlete, common than than we think. Oh, dude. I mean, that's so really, athlete that's really X common. goes out. Crushes a race after a lot of life stress, a lot of things going on, a lot of changes. Goes out and has great day. Is it a PR? Not quite, but very damn close. And athlete X is really angry after the race because they think they let you down. Yeah. And well, so it's like, hang on, you had an expectation of me having a certain level of expectation for you. Right. What the hell just happened here? Like, how how does that happen? Well, this you really. This is where, and we really didn't kind of, I really had not envisioned heading this direction, but this is where you get into the, to the fear of success. Because ah. when, we, when, we, when we do become what one or someone or maybe yourself be, starts to recognize as success, now it becomes an expectation that I must always achieve this level of success or people are going to think that I'm just a fake or that I'm, it was just a, just, you know, oh, you, you won the national championship last year, but this year you're in the, you know, you're, you're in the, not in the tournament. And what? Hey, let's I mean, not, you know not, what I'm saying? 
too soon. Five years is too soon. Too soon. <laughs> but but that's that's kind of the kicker to people that fear success is they're afraid of the expectations that will set. The funny thing is, is the only expectations set are those in which they set themselves or the assumption of what other people expect of them, which is not real either. So it's very irrational. Um, and, and something that's and more often more, <laughs> it's out there a lot more than people are willing to admit or uh, even see. Yeah. And, and that's, that's so true. And um, I think we kind of beat this one up and, and I guess I'll go ahead and kind of wrap it up. And I will say, you know, we're, we're always open and honest on this podcast. Everybody knows Craig and I took like six weeks off and I, I, I think it comes from uh, a difference in expectations and, and we chat about it a little bit, but my problem is Craig would not wear the same V-neck sweater or t-shirt he has on now <laughs> every podcast. Yeah. So well, for those that aren't watching the podcast right now, you're missing out on this. I'm pretty sure it's a Ralph Lauren. I think I saw that logo earlier. Yeah. Um, t-shirt. This guy has game. I will. I will. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing my V-neck t-shirt next week. Watch me. Um, so from now on, now, now my expectation, I didn't realize it was there, but after seeing you in the V-neck, I'm like, you know what? That's what the problem was. You just are not sexy enough to be on the other side of that screen. So so now that that we're back, I need you to kind of maintain that standard that I expect. All right. We got it. From this point (laughs) forward, I'm going to show my boobs with my V-necks. I'm saying that cleavage is legit. And you've got like some man boobs going on. Your your legs are legit, but your your upper body is solid. I'm I'm game. Yeah. My, you know, my (laughs) legs, they, um, they're the foundation is just big enough to support the top. That's just enough. Actually, He's got a 52-story skyscraper on six inches of foundation, people. <laughs> uh, I did, you know, we did legs uh, four, three days ago, and I did, we didn't do any squats. I, my back, man, I just, squats are just, oh, they're murder on your spine. And um, and so we didn't do squats, but we did a lot of leg presses. I ended up doing, I did a thousand pounds on the leg press again, and I shouldn't have, and I've regretted it for four days, and I say regret because for four days I walk funny. Uh, it was yeah. it was one hell of a hard rep, but I got that thing up. Um, but I've worked. I've walked how funny much for four si- days. How much size does that add to your ego? Because that doesn't really do shit for your legs. Well, it's the only thing that keeps my legs remotely strong. My my hamstrings <laughs> stay. It keeps my my hamstrings stay pretty strong. It's my it's the quads that don't. It's the quads that you don't see. The hamstrings are good. Tell you, quads are not there. As soon as you get done with this damn damn continuing education thing you're going through right now, I'm telling you, I, we're going to get those quads right. Yeah. We're going to have some legit quads. The thing is, so is all, it, all of that said, well, you know, um, I kind of enjoy it because I get to wear the cheaper pants. I always had to, I always had to have my jeans fitted back when I was doing, you know, heavy legs and doing the. 400 pound squats, which really kind of jacked my back up. And that's kind of why I quit doing them. Um, I had to always get my pants tailored. Now I can just kind of wear them off the shelf and it's kind of nice. I'm not going to lie. I don't spend all that money. Always small in the waist, tight in the waist. No expectations. No expectations, man. I got none. Go to the gym, work (laughs) out. I'm I'm beginning to have none for your legs either. I'm seriously. (laughs) My little expectation for your legs. Here's the thing. The next time I see you. Your calves are the the next time I see you, next time I, the next time I see you, if my calves or my quads are bigger than yours, I'm making you take a picture, some hideous picture, and we're posting on Facebook. How about that? And I'll do the same. Mass, if my, it's mine not, will be bigger. It's not, it's not about mass. Here's go with the size thing again. It's not about uh, the girth. It's about the function. I, the function of the muscle. I have not fallen in a long, <laughs> in a long time. <laughs> They function uh, just fine. 
So all, uh, all that being said, I mean, expectation is, I think, a Jeremy, slippery slope. I you're think an asshole. <laughs> I'm kidding. True story. Totally Here. Totally Cheers good. to that one. Cheers to that one. So, uh, I think that um, expectations are a slippery slope. I think they do have a place, honestly, in our lives. I think they do have a, a little bit of place, and maybe more so expectations of our own abilities or our own desire. To me, that creates maybe a little more drive. Um, you know, I expect nothing but the best for myself. Whatever the best is, it's like our hundred percent rule. You know, I expect myself to give my my all right all the time, and it's not it's not probable. It's not going to happen all the time. But I think that the 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 flip side of that coin is when we start to expect things from others or we have unrealistic expectations. So I think it has a place, like everything else in life, though, and everything else we talk about, it's in moderation. You know, it's as long as you have it under control then it belongs. Just like fear. Fear is okay to have around. You just got to have it under control. You just got to know what you're doing. And I think that those things have a, have a place. And, and for me, every day that goes by is, is another day that I've learned more about expectations, whether it's setting them or, or tearing them down. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have expectations of yourself, just make sure you expect the best of yourself. And if others don't have expectations that aren't clearly, docu- or aren't clearly set or are not communicated uh, because it's only going to set yourself up for um, a potential whirlwind, a potential disaster, uh, and maybe something that even ends up destroying or potentially completely destroying to the point it's never there, a uh, friendship or a relationship or even a, a coaching relationship. You know, get those. It's, that's the, it's critical. You said it earlier. You said it in the beginning and we'll, we'll end with it. Communication is absolutely critical. If you do not communicate it, it's, that's on you. If you don't communicate, if you don't ask the questions, if you have something that you feel like is an expectation that hasn't been conversated about, ask. If you're too bashful to ask, put in an email or send in a text message, you know, whatever it may yeah. be. But get it out in the open so it can be conversated about. Half the time, people get bothered and upset about something that the other person didn't even know anything about, didn't even register because to them, it didn't matter. You know, that's the thing in life is that things that matter to you don't matter to me. Things that matter to me don't oh. matter to you. And, and the level of priority well, and everything we, else is completely the biggest, different. The, probably the biggest expectation we have as human beings is that other people are just like us. And Ooh, it's, it's probably – That's good. It, well, it's, it's the worst one really because we forget that other people have lived a completely different life. We forget that other people have you know, had their own battles. They got their own scars. They got yeah. their own wounds. And, well, and as, as much as you and I are in sync with a lot of this stuff, we, we as well come from different backgrounds, sure, different upbringings, sure. different, you know, philosophies, different, um, you know, lessons learned as a child, probably uh, different belts used on both of our asses. Yeah. Um, yeah. That probably should have been used a few more times, but. Uh, <laughs> right. <you know. laughs> wrapped around my neck a few times. <laughs> right. Right. But that's, so that's, I, that's I'll, a big I'll, one. I'll end with, if you're going to expect anything from yourself, and this kind of piggybacks on our last episode is expect excellence. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that. For me, I think that's something that I'm I'm trying to do and striving to do as I move forward as as a person, as an athlete as well. That's what I coach more than anything else is don't worry, you know, as we talked about the last one, don't worry about greatness. That's that's you and you against other people. But, uh, you know, excellence is something you can do every single day. And that's all you can ask. That's all you can ask of yourself. Anything beyond that might just get you in a position to where you stop. Yeah. True story. Cheers to that, brother. All, All right, right brothers, good talking to you. If you uh, want to get a hold of Jeremy over there at mindrightmultisport.com or mindrightmultisport at gmail.com, you can also get a hold of me over there at, I'm going to say, 
Craig Willard, www.craigwillard.com. Uh, uh, hang on, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> you, you did well, except www is no longer me. I know. But Damn I did, it, you were so I, close. I, well, the so only reason close. I say this is because when I say my name, I want to make sure they understand that it is a website. And it is craigwillard.com. And you can reach me at craigwillard at u-discover.com. That's next. That's next. Craig at craig.com. Craig com. at craigwillard.com. <laughs> craig That's not <laughs> egotistical at all. <laughs> yeah, I won't be able to do that. I'll have to do something else. The next thing will be, the next thing will be yeah, you, you can reach Craig at bigdaddyc at craigwillard.com. Well, I mean, if Jeremy has anything to do with it, he's going to say – uh, oh man, I'm, I saved your website. It's um, I, I went ahead. It was like nine bucks. It was called NoLegs.com. <laughs> uh, I would hey, listeners do not go to that website. I'm going to assume that's not a good site if, it's, if it is not. out there. <laughs> All right, man. It's good talking so, to you. Yes, sir. All right. Until next Sunday. We're out. See ya. Bye. Bye.